Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Sean forgot the music. Wow. <laughs> He's a what do you mean? I was giving a <laughs> round of applause. Oh my Somebody God. rattled what? and forgot the music. Wow. Whoa. What do you mean? What? I, the music? I heard all the music. How did <laughs> you have intro the music? Countdown music, that? not like the a, intro music. We're good. We're good. Here. It's all can good. I, can I hear what there would have been? Because, like, I mean, that was a 10 out of 10. I was engaged <laughs> the whole time. Who did oh, that for man. you guys? Is that Petey? No, uh, yeah. no, he could never do Bloody, something that that's heavy lifting, but they don't let me do heavy lifting yeah. your biz. <laughs> Just right off the hop. Well, welcome into the PHNX Coyotes podcast brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a five star review. I'm Liam Merrill here with Craig Morgan and Steve Peters as always. But today we're joined by a very, very special guest, Paul Bissonette. Paul, welcome to the PHNX Coyotes podcast. What an intro. I can't do the intros like that. We we leave that up to RA, but uh, <laughs> thank you guys so much for having me on. I knew this would be a layup because I'm so familiar with you guys and I love what you're doing. You got PD in the mix. I spent more time with PD than I did most of the guys on the team when I played for the Coyotes. <laughs> yeah. you know, there might have been a few I, games where you weren't on the ice and you were back with me. That might have happened. I was eating popcorn and hanging out watching the game, and PD was kind of coaching me along. And it was awesome because we used to talk shop, and you know there was things that I would learn in, in that room with you where you'd be like, "Yeah, no, I get what you're saying here, but this is how he wants it," you know. And 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 you know, Tip was a very structured guy, and. I learned a lot from Petey's room. Wow. Biz, did you get a bit. sense did of – uh, Did somebody flip that? <laughs> yeah, don't yeah. burst his ego. Yeah. I know, that's my new phone ring. Well, well, make sure you include this in the clip. Biz, did you get a sense of Petey's stress levels, <laughs> his anxiety? <laughs> I thought Petey wore it so well because he was always so panicky and you, know, <laughs> like you, you could always tell how it was going by his facial expressions. <laughs> but he, he, he always looked like he was like – he was in the mix with the, with the in the fight. He was in the fight with us. I so I would say th- through throughout all the stress, you know, he never really showed it that bad. He was always honest about like his, you know his feelings towards things. And yeah, no, Petey, you were you were a, a joy to work with, and, and it's no shock as to how you were able to bounce from coach to coach. And you were you were like the longest tenured coach in Coyotes history. <laughs> I know. Are you that? not? Yeah, until somebody wrote an article claiming the headline Craig. was "Coach Who's Never Been Fired." <laughs> Who was that? Petey. Petey. No, it's yep. like it's like, oh, what's this rock over here left unturned? Six, six months later, beat it, pigeon. Oh, and then he's like, I gotta give you the job on the pod now. He's got to <laughs> yeah. back. He felt guilty. I've been living like with this guilt for years. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. So I mean, just like you too, Morg. I mean, you you were there from the beginning, man. You've you've seen a lot of things. Yeah, we'll get to that in a minute. Uh <laughs> You, I know you've been traveling a lot. I, I can't even imagine. We'll, we'll talk about your flights as well. But in addition to spitting chiclets and TNT, I know you have some business interests as well. So why don't you just give us a sense what a week in the life of Paul Bissonette looks like? Um, it's yeah, it's a lot of phone calls. It's a lot of creative. It's a lot of planning ahead and and shifting and logistics. Uh, and, you know, running your own business while, you know, doing other things that I'm also interested in. So it's it's a bit of a whirlwind. Um, you know, it's 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 been difficult at times to try to balance it all. But I mean, I don't know, man, I like that. I like the challenges. Um, you know, I think that I had a shorter NHL career because maybe I uh, I 
partied a little too hard and I maybe didn't focus to uh, dial it into the details. So I just feel like I'm making up for it in the back half. And, and it's actually something that I actually really enjoy. And, and, and the, and the harder you go at it, you tend to get more control over what you want to do, at least to a certain degree. And, and it's been fun and it's, it's, it's been a cr- crazy, crazy ride. And so, so as far as a week's concern, it, it depends. It depends on your, if you're doing something that you've been planning for months and months and months and you're all of a sudden you're at the NHL all-star game and you're doing a Chicklets cup and you're going to all these meet and greets and this whole party weekend that you've, you've planned among all these other things among playing in the ball hockey tournament while capturing all the behind the scenes content to release a video of it. Yeah. It's just like the wheels are spinning like crazy. And, and it's, it's like I said, it's, it's mad. Is when you <laughs> retired from the game, what did you envision your post-career looking like? Did you even have a clear plan at that point? And how the hell did it get to where it is now where you're like, I called you recently a cottage industry. <laughs> I don't even know what that means, but I'm just like imagining <laughs> hearing like Bob Cajun by the the tragedy of the hip in my head. Where I, wait, hey, I'll take it as a tire pump. Um, so I think it. Um, I think I always knew that, like my Twitter account, I kind of liked my my freedom and like to be able to kind of do things how I wanted to. And I actually engaged in conversation with Brant Myers when I was with the LA Kings organization, and just by asking questions as I always do. I learned about how he set up like an LLC and he was now working with the Kings um, and he was basically uh, um, invoicing them and he, and, and he got to kind of run his own business and he, you know, he would, he would be able to never really have to be fully branched down to, to the LA Kings where he could maybe go give talks and, and this and that. And I just kind of found it, you know, compelling and interesting. And then once I found out I was going to go work for the Coyotes, I'm like, well, I mean, I, you know, it seems pretty uh, pretty like reasonable. Like I could be able to figure out to do what he did in Arizona. Cause I also don't want to always just p- being pinned down to do coyote stuff. You know, I, I, I wanted to dive into that film project called biz does BC as soon as I retire, right. like didn't ma- matter if I had the coyotes job and I did it and then learned a lot of things where like all of a sudden brand deals started popping up to where I was like, Oh shit. Like, oh, sorry about that. You can swear. Oh, you <laughs> so can swear. Okay. Sorry. But I was like, I was like, damn, this is a bit of a hustle here. Like I can like, and then, and as I mentioned, like creative control was a very important part of it where I didn't always want to have to just rely on like, like say, let's say the coyotes income. So I set that up, did that project, worked with the coyotes. Things were growing great with the coyotes. I was learning the ropes on that end and like the, like how it all worked with like the Walshy and like interacting with Nasher and and uh, and heater among kind of starting all that other stuff on the side and it kind of just just like it's turned into just like this massive whirlwind obviously jumping on with the podcast took on a mind of its own and at that point in my life was still okay with like letting it fly letting it fly because i'd never really i still hadn't really grown up so for that reason it gained it garnered more attention so it just kind of just all came and it never there was never really a plan and that's what's like when you look back and I don't look back a lot. I usually just kind of say, okay, good job on to the next thing. But the, I mean, what's it been like four or five years. So it just has just turned into something insane. I don't have children. I had a passion for it. I kind of love it. It's insane, but it just, it all kept me motivated and it's brought me to here. Oh no, uh, Petey. <laughs> I, know, I, I know these are, these are See, long winded answers. No, okay. I, I hope I'm breaking mic. it down. I was, I was, he I muted himself. In. I was trying to step on you perfectly there. No, I hope I'm not too long-winded, but I, I hope I'm tr- answering your, your no, questions like the, how you guys want them. Buddy, do you think they want to hear from me? No, it's <laughs> the biz. So biz, when you were a player, that's when, and, and you got to look back at the time, that, that's when social media really just started to blossom and it started to be a thing. I mean, now it's every day, it's every practice. It's, it's literally everywhere. It's part of your broadcast now, all of that. But back then it wasn't. So when did, when did you really become Biz Nasty 2.0? When did that become almost your persona? Because it, it's, you were a player, but that was so much of what you were, even as a player, your social interactions. When did that and how did that start? Um, so the, the first account, it was just more of the old Twitter where you just, you know, it was, it was in an insane place. There wasn't much politically correctness, not as much of, and it's just the needle has, has completely moved. And, 
the the 2.0 came when I, excuse me, when I had the the first one kind of canceled based on a scare and, you know, probably something like, you know, looking back, it's like, I definitely wouldn't tweet it now. It was when I said, uh, sorry, back, uh, sorry, communist back to the Soviet when, when Kovalchuk got his deal rejected. So it, my agent, uh, told me, he said like, Hey, nothing good can come of this, delete it. And I did. And then I remember the team getting emails and, and the rich Nair called me says, why are you telling people that we told you to delete your Twitter? I said, Oh, I never told people that they must just assume that you did. And then they said, Hey, we're going to reboot it. Uh, come training camp. And, and then I just was like, okay, I'll, I'll say biz, biz, biz nasty 2.0. I don't know if it was because like, it was like Microsoft 2.0. I was just kind of like this updated version of as, as you know, as, as maybe like sometimes you roll your eyes at where the needle has moved. But I think from a social standpoint, the internet, if you siphon through it a little bit, it can kind of teach you a little bit about like where, where you can bring certain things and not, you kind of flirt with that line. So um, that whole like persona kind of just kicked off of that. And I think that kind of goes to like, if, you know, if you talk to me, like sometimes I might be heated about something, but I think I'm a pretty reasonable person. I'm always, I'll try to push the limits, but I, I don't want to like, I don't want to piss people off too bad. It was all just a joke. Um, so you, you know, you, you were a player, obviously you joined Chicklets where you already said that you really let it fly in the beginning, but then you get a TV role with the Coyotes. You're now on TNT. So how do you, is it, you ever struggled to censor yourself? Like, you know, you have to go from one thing to the next where one, you can, you know, swear and do whatever. And then another, you're on national television. So how do you kind of find that balance? And do you ever worry about going off the rails at the wrong place? Yeah. So that's like the one thing. So I, like I, it's, it's hard switching it over just because of the non-filter. Like I'm so used, that's why the podcast is nice. Cause you know, when you have crutch words, you're like, just like in the locker room when sometimes you get the floor, you'd be like, ah, fuck, fuck, uh, you know, and, and you know, you were just, I'm, I'm, I'm a bit of a meathead. I was raised in a locker room. I'm not a polished speaker. So to run it through the filter sometimes, yeah, it does make me even, uh, excuse me. It makes me even more nervous for the, for the, for like the TNT gigs, even the Coyotes gigs, you know, you're on live television. You, you, you especially don't want to say the wrong thing there just because you don't want to, you don't want to make it a bit of a nightmare for your employees. You know, you don't want to like, you know, for whatever reason at your worst possible moment, you were just so happens you were on national TV saying that the, a dumb take or whatever it may be. And yeah, you're not more, you're not as susceptible to that on the podcast, which we're like, oh, that was so dumb. Like, take that out. Yeah. So it, uh, it's very difficult for me to bounce back and forth. I get ultra, ultra nervous and wound up on the day of a TNT broadcast, just like I would coyotes. Just in, in the podcast, I tend to go fight or flight, but not as bad as, as TNT. That's interesting. Talk told us that with TNT, there's really no script. You guys like to basically freelance it or improvise, but you still get nervous. Can you talk maybe a little bit about what what a typical day is like then? What are you doing on a game day? What's talk doing? What's what's the the entire crew doing? Gretzky, Anson, Liam, all those guys. So I tried to get in the day before so I can at least have a good sleep, wake out wake up at a decent time. Uh, given with the time change from coming to Arizona and then just try to be active and then eat well and just kind of get in a good frame of mind and like and then making sure you're caught up just on the the overall landscape of the league because that's also what's hard about it too is you don't really get to go too much in depth now that playoffs and we're going to have more time and there's longer pre-shows you're going to be able to dive more into the you know this you know and, and we'll get into this later like the stuff that PD will like well the teaching clips like here was the breakdown. Here's where it all break down. This is what they're successful at from from uh, the whole the whole year standpoint, and be able to be more of that. But you just got to kind of keep up more of with like the drama and everything that's going on. So just making sure you're you're caught up with that and that you're rested and, and ready to to bring energy for the show. So you know, and 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 in and, and the same boot, like you know, we all just started working together. So you're trying to develop chemistry, and you know, like oh, like going from a podcast forum down to television is very difficult because I'm we're able to be so long-winded and and articulate our thought and break things down we're on the broadcast you kind of want to give off like three four sentences clean and off and pray that's just not me it's hard <laughs> I'm trying I'm trying hard you Funny. know and, and I'm 
you know, and you're, you try to get a little bit better at, and, but then you carve yourself too. Cause we started implementing the biz shot clock and shit. Like it, <laughs> it's real. Like so I, you're sitting there biz and you you got a goat on the stage. You got party hats on, you're breaking sticks, you're dancing. You do you, do you instinctually go sometimes, Hey, this, this shit's not working. Like this one's not working. This one's, this one's money. I nailed it. Or, oh, I, this one's a little hot. I'm not getting it. Did you ever, do you, do you get that internal monologue because you've done so much of this? Yeah, I do. Yeah, like maybe, maybe where you're, I mean, you don't yeah, have to give examples and bury your, your network. Oh, well, no, saying. because I think everybody, that's the beauty of it though. Like everybody's had input, right? Like Liam, Liam and Gibby, they tend to run, run the show and they always take our feedback. And we, um, you know, I get, I mentioned being nervous before the show. It's it was kind of like playing. Like I just wanted to get my first shift, first couple shifts under my belt, and you know that's usually when it was nice. And and you know we, you know sometimes you don't have as much time, and we're hoping sometimes we have more time and communicating that. Um, maybe not doing too many demos as opposed to doing less demos and keeping them more for things that, you know, yeah. So we just were all learning that all together early and, 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 you know, we still are in, in, in order to improve the product. So I guess that's, what's been a joy about working there. It's like everybody cares and everybody's trying to work with, with what we have from a time standpoint, what we need to cover standpoint, um, you know, what we want to make sure we shed light on standpoint. And, you know, and, and there was like, you know, there were social issues that were going on at the beginning of the year. So, you know, ACE really, really like took a lot of the weight off of, you know, it's hard for me to speak on. I never experienced it. Ace did. Ace talks about the Willie O'Ree and the impact that he had on him. It, it it means more coming from him. Like, let's just be flat out honest. Right. So he, so we were, you know, it, it was, it was an interesting year and coming out of COVID and all that stuff too. So it's been very fun learning and seeing how it all works and, and working with a new team, just like I would have on the podcast. So I guess the overall is yes, I'm grateful that I was able to kind of work with the guys on the podcast who have helped us achieve what the whole podcast has and 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 more. And even the people on the backside who have helped us as well as now transitioning over to this. And like so, talk, talks input as well. And sorry to keep talking but talk <laughs> is you know talks a coach. He's been a leader in, in some regards where in some of the breakdowns we did before we would go on, he'd say, "What are we doing?" And he would clarify with everyone. And I loved it because he took control in that moment. Mm. So like that was, and I texted him after the next couple of days. I'm like, we needed that great work. And then same thing with Liam was something else. Like, yo, you were, you were a horse tonight or same thing with Ace during that time. Like, buddy, like, thank you. Like that was, I was very nervous going into that, into that show because of what you had to talk on. Um, so obviously you live in Arizona, TNT's in Atlanta. You're always flying back and forth all the time for, not just those two things, but everything else you're up to. So I was just on a flight this morning and I have to know from you, what are some things that drive you crazy about <laughs> flying? And, you know, what are some things that people, if you could just tell everyone, like, just please, when you fly, do this, what would it be? <laughs> I, it, it kind of sucks that they haven't advanced to a system where I don't have to take my shoes off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like that would, it's just like maybe the, sh the, 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 the shoes, but I think you're just going to suffer from the abuse of travel. And I think as you get older, it really takes its wear and tear. And I mean, I mean, Petey, like you, you did what you did for as long yeah, as but not you like did. this, not like going through airports and security. I got yeah, Okay. I had that, cream that, puff that, travel. Bit. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I guess I didn't anticipate the amount of uh, abuse it would have on my body. And like, that's one thing yeah. that now I got to really make sure I'm keeping up with as I slam, slam down my second beer. The, the <laughs> yeah, but do you work out? Do you get do you um, at the gym? So I was getting um, mentally exhausted at one point to where I was, I was, I, I, I just was not motivated enough to do it for having that free time to just say, but I, I said, screw that. Nope. And then I, I, I got a trainer who's helping me from the ground up. Um, Chikrin, I saw him on Chikrin's Instagram and he just helps with a lot of the breathing and getting your movement back and kind of just hitting the reset button. And I think that like anybody listening and you guys know, like Morgs, I think that you hike quite a bit, don't you? Yeah, not as much as he's I used Peloton, to. Peloton, buddy. He's Peloton now. <laughs> okay, That's right. But but yeah. but you're get you're getting your your fitness and you're getting kind of like your you know it's important. It's it's really important and 
and with all that travel and and luckily we're at the four seasons and and we're fortunate enough that they're flying us first class me and talk usually try to meet up when we can liam's in there sometimes depending on what hours he's working out at and yes that is a that is an important you've got chikrin's trainer so do you go to the bar with your shirt off or on (laughs) have you seen chikrin with a shirt off that app that's ridiculous chikrin is is built Machine. like a Greek god He's, he, <laughs> he, he could probably play nfl linebacker <laughs> no but and, and we're branching off hardcore now i have so much respect for chick and the fact that he at a young age has dealt with significant major injury but he's always as you can see through it like you know and and sometimes like people are like oh he, he's not like posting like the beach workouts sometimes he's posting these odd movement workouts and yeah and things where you're like wow he's really doing a lot of different types of things that i probably wish that i would have been doing as far as movement and breathing and all that and so i i you know i was following one of the guys he was posting about working with and i called him about it and and he put me in touch but i think that like chick has been able to bounce back from these major inter- uh, injuries and and produce i mean going back to last year he had a major year after what going through two major knees a shoulder then he had to get his wrist done this past uh, off season and that's a lot of uh, like of a mental grind you could tell he's just in a right frame of mind where he looks at it like i'm going to attack this from a professional standpoint and i'm not going to let it derail my career and that's that's like big ups because it sometimes like the mental grind of it guys are just like oh they're just fed up with the injuries and they kind of give up and it and it messes with the whole thing. So have you yeah. seen his bobblehead coming out on Friday? No. The chicken bobblehead. Oh, buddy. He's, Thor. He's a, he's a, it's Marvel Knight. He's a, it's yeah, Thor. he's a Greek God. I mean, literally I, it's a God. He's, he's like a modern day Piat, I would say where, oh, buddy. You know, oh I was going to bring pictures in if you and Piat, like the man crush back in there. If people could understand oh, the man come crush, on. buddy, the blue Forks, eyes, Forks, Who, tell me that can help you. The blue eyes. That's right. He tell me handsome. this. You're He's a handsome. single young guy, and you're He's playing handsome. with the Coyotes, and you got Who'd this awesome, with? cool Canadian on the team, Taylor Pyatt, and Who'd you're you probably with? thinking, buddy, if I stand next to this guy when we <laughs> go right. for beers. <laughs> buddy, I'm, I'm with you. He was handsome. <laughs> it was the eyes. It was the blue eyes. And if I was smart enough to figure out how to even be in the league to begin with, I could have figured out being Pizzi's line mate uh, <laughs> at, at, at Blue Martini. You know what I'm saying? But, <laughs> no, but no, he's but, a handsome yeah, man. But, uh, it wasn't yeah, a... Chick, oh, and 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 Pizzi, yeah, he is, yeah, he's a but man. But Chickren's there, so he's got Thor the God bobblehead coming out Friday, and I'm not making that up. It's Thor Marvel. Oh, Knight. they're he's actually it. doing the Marvel. I swear to God, it's yeah, a he's Marvel got a hammer. Thor. <laughs> he's got the hammer. He's got the so hammer. What does Thor. the Paul Bissonette bobblehead look like? Like, where has it been? Because there has to have been several. Where no, has they it been? Did a, they it did an like? old biz one Kenobi, and I, I'm going to be oh. honest, guys. Like, I I think it's so silly, and I'm I'm very fortunate. I actually. They made one in Wheeling, and I love it. It's, it's more of a miniature one. The Nailers did? Yeah, the Nailers did one. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what other place I played. It might have been the Nailers did another one where it was the Bobble Fist. So here, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh money. But, but this was my um, – like we that my time in Wheeling was so special to me because it was so bizarre. I got to play at that, at that level and then work my way up, and I saw some stuff – that like Jovo went right to the NHL. He never, you know, he's never stayed at the motel six. He never went and ate, you know, pregame at the Olive Garden with the boys in your track suits. Like it was a, you, you know, he wasn't taking a sleeper for 24 hours where, you know, I played in Wheeling. Our sleeper bus broke down a few times, like as we were leaving town, like it was just, it was chaos. And I, and I love the jerseys and I love my time there. And it, it was a level that I got to like have fun in. And yeah, I played in the all-star game. It was just fun. So I love the jerseys too. So that one I always keep right here. But the Obiz one Kenobi is the one the Coyotes did, and they uh, and I I gave all mine away. And yeah. I I it I don't really like that attention. It's just like oh god, like I uh, you know I get like oh we got to do that we got to do that. But at the end of the day, the Wheeling one is 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 special to me though. Did you bring anything back from England? No. No, no, not, not much other than memories. I had a great time there. Uh, I don't, I think that I just told them to like auction off my Jersey or something like that. I don't even think I have a Cardiff devil's Jersey unless it's at my parents' place. Um, but we might, they might've lost that in the, uh, when, when they had the fire. So I, I'm not sure that's a good question as far as memorabilia, but the Cardiff was a, that was awesome. 
you know, I got to kind of, I would say that was probably even a lower level than the ECHL, but it was just one of these other stops along the way that I, I had these, these funny memory memories, good or bad, like driving 11 hours to, to Scotland on the same day of a game and then having to play that night oh being like, God. how is this not in their, their CBA where they, <laughs> it has to be like a night before. Trip. Cause there is no CBA. <laughs> right, 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 right. Exactly. Like our, our, our backup goalie, um, he his real job was he worked at a car rental place and he had these sneakers that were covered in duct tape because you know he you know he wasn't making much and i remember i w- i had the our coyote sneakers and after i was there for 7 weeks i'm like, he was the same i left my sneakers i said i, I it was as as part joke too like hey they were these things were covered in duct du- uh, duct tape it looked like they like jesus had worn them <laughs> right so i'm like hey i left them our coyotes nikes that they had provided because i knew when we got back to training camp they would have a new pair waiting for us because we're spoiled brats right uh but uh what other thing oh i like got locked out of our apart my apartment one night and i slept on the carpet and that was actually the night before it was my first night in town and i uh, i went out for drinks and obviously and <laughs> <laughs> And then we jumped on a bus at six in the morning and nobody told me that I also had to pack my own lunch for on the bus because we ate on the bus. So basically we're not stopping for a hot meal along this 11 hour bus ride to go then play the game. Oh my God. Oh buddy. It was, it was a gong show. Uh, no bottled water at the, at our rink. We, we played no, at the we're gonna get to a bottled water story in a moment, but not oh, quite Jesus. yet. Did anybody anybody share their fish and chips with you or something? Did you get any food on that ride? You know, we stopped at a at a a, a, um, a convenience store, and I had to get a couple like hot meals you throw in the microwave for the, on the bus. Oh, yeah, it was, uh, but I wouldn't change it for the world. Yeah. It, it I was, know. Oh, yeah, sorry. sorry. Go, go no, ahead. No, no, you're good. I've been I've been talking your ear off. No, you're you're all good. I know PD has a story that he wants to get to in a second, but before we move on, I just want to remind everyone that the NBA playoffs are here, and the DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the NBA. And this week, new customers can bet five dollars on any team to win and get hundred and fifty dollars in free bets instantly. You win no matter what. Plus, each day of the first round, get a risk-free bet up to $10 if your same game parlay doesn't hit. Bet the Suns, Suns to the Moon. I mean, the Suns play tonight. I'm excited. So if you want to bet on the Suns tonight, you can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code PHNX. Bet $5 on any NBA team to win their game during the first round of the playoffs and get $150 in free bets instantly. That's promo code PHNX at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. That's 21 and over. Arizona only. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Now, PD, I want to know about the story that you teed no, up. Round of applause. Isn't she good? That's a Thank great you. ad read. Thank She's you. Good. That's what Is we do on the chicklets. <laughs> if, if you go flawless ad read like that, you get a come on, guys. Jump oh, yeah. in. <laughs> oh, that's a All right. Thank right. you. Thank you. Thank you. And then transition into the bottle story. Come on. Yes. <laughs> it's amazing work. She's good at what she does, Biz. <laughs> so the bottle story. And this is when I when you were gonna biz on the show, I started thinking back of the biz moments throughout time at the coyotes. And there were several, and a lot of them were on the ice. And, and the job he did on the ice, I, I honestly I don't know how you go out there and do what you did. I, hats off to you. That's incredible. Not only your game winning goal in Buffalo, which was huge. I, I wish that would have been on DraftKings. Um, <laughs> but one of the moments and the, one of the biggest moments for me is when I, we talked about before social media crossing over into hockey. I go to the rink early in Winnipeg. I'm at the Winnipeg Jets coach's room. I get a call from the travel guy, Rick Bronco Bronstein. Is Coach Tippett there yet? And I said, no, what's going on? He said, we've got a problem with biz. And I go, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. What did he do now? And and, and, and the whole things of, that Biz has done wrong in his life, and it may be a very short list, I don't know. This one is incredibly minor. But there was a problem at the hotel. And he sent out a tweet from the hotel regarding the price of water in the hotel room in Winnipeg. It was $5 a bottle. And he took a picture of the bottle of Fiji water and said, do you remember what your quote was? 
Wait, it was only I I think it was more than five dollars. It might have been more than five dollars. I think it was eight dollars and it was like a mini Fiji bottle. <laughs> so just so we get the story. Yeah, I was kind of like, uh, and I said, I think I said F off Fairmont. Yeah, and- I think the the word F off and the name of the hotel was all included in your tweet. I think I might have tagged <laughs> but it was so here's where the story gets squirrely. It was actually on my Instagram, which wasn't even that big at the time. I might have had 20, 30,000 people following my, following me on Instagram. So we got to the hotel the night before. And like I said, I have just, just sometimes when you're just a young punk and you, you know, I talk about the experiences in the ECHL that humbled me. Sometimes you're in the NHL and you, you know, you, you, you tend to get a little like, uh, hey, cool the Jets, buddy. So we get provided water and fruit and granola bars when we walk into the hotel. Is it Fiji? No. But I walked into the hotel room when we were in Winnipeg when we got there the night before the game. And they had this little Fiji bottle with a tag on it that said eight bucks. Well, I'm thinking for the regular person that's showing up to this hotel, they're going to get in their room and they're not going to have the water. And I'm thinking eight bucks for this little Fiji thing. Like I'm thinking... I'm from Welland, Ontario. That was like an hour's work for my old man at the steam mill. Like, kind of like F you, right? And I posted on Instagram, and I never thought anything of it. Went to bed, never heard anything of it. Went went to the rink the next day in Winnipeg. Tip was so good as a coach where he would always make me feel like, (laughs) make it feel like it was like a last-minute, real tough decision that I wasn't going to be in the lineup, which... I always like thought was kind of comedic where I was like, yeah, I knew I wasn't going. Right. <laughs> uh, like, yeah. Like I was, yeah. But I, but I usually did a pretty good job of never like being like, I would never get drunk the night before, probably because we didn't have many guys who would go out the night before a game anyway, but just more of a, um, of, of a kind of respect for the game. But so tip called me over. It was a tummy stick conversation. Then it's like, I know the drill. I'm going to skate with Jimmy Playfair, and, so I did, I did that as usual. And I, I distinctly remember, and Tip and I, I don't know if Tip and Jimmy can confirm this, but I remember Tip going to the glass and calling Jimmy over in the midst of my bad, bad skate. And then Jimmy came back to continue my skate. And I could just tell that the tone had changed. It had completely, there was a shift in the, in the, in the universe. Good. And I could sense Not it, good. right? I think sometimes I got decent intuition. To where Jimmy was always awesome to me too, and I like there wasn't he wasn't giving much back in the conversation, and and we tend to have skated a little bit harder than usual after that. <laughs> and after I was stretching after the skate, he goes, "Hey Biz, Tip wants to see you." I'm like, "Motherfucker!" I'm like, "What is going on? What have I done?" I'm like, "I knew something was up." So I um. I am my I get to like where the where the, they met to the conversation and I know that the coach's room is down the left all the way and I'm just like what the, what, what have I done like I haven't done anything that stupid like wait I, I, I I've been good on Twitter I haven't, <laughs> I haven't seen anything stupid on Twitter and I walk in the coach's room I think that Bronco was actually in there and he's just sitting there like with his hands <laughs> and Petey I think you were in there yeah. too and it was up on your laptop and it was my Instagram post. And right away I'm like, fuck. <laughs> and he is red hot. And he's like, what the fuck is this? And he's like, and I'm like, ah, oh, sorry, tip. And he's, uh, and, 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 and then like, you know, then he, then he tells me that they're threatening to kick the team out of the hotel. Oh a healthy God. scratch who plays 50% of the games, who probably doesn't even belong in the league to begin with, <laughs> is going to get his team in the midst of like, I'm, I don't think we ended up making playoffs that no, year. No, close though. We're in a battle. We were in a battle. It was a distraction, and I was like, "Oh no!" Not a lot of hotel options either. So, <laughs> no. Yeah, he he was so. He came up before the game, and and I was fu- I was like, oh fuck, like I feel so <laughs> shitty. And he like was like, hey, like you know, you know, shit happens, and like kind of like you know, scoff it off. Where I was it's like, old. oh man, like thanks. And then we lost four two, I believe the score was, and 
yeah, that was a that was a shitty one. But like when you but that's where back, it crosses I, over. That's where the where the social media gets yeah. into the hockey, and it, it was the first time that I ever saw that. It really became aware. I thought it was Twitter, but that shows how silly I didn't even know what it was. Um, <laughs> but it's just it was like oh, and I remember Broncos like he he had to call the hotel and apologize. It was a big freaking deal. And honestly, looking back, really, like if that's the biggest thing that right. was caused by Twitter today, people would be laughing at you. Like that. Yeah. Was, like you're kidding. So that's just how much the game has changed. But, but, um, Paul, the one thing I would, I did want to say, and I know, I, I don't know well, I'll say this, PD, quickly. I appreciate the fact that, uh, like, I, you always you talked about how it got to where it is. If I don't land in Arizona, Arizona, Jesus, <laughs> dial it in, Miss. <laughs> if I don't land in Arizona and, and their the organization is not as lenient as they were with me regarding the social media, it never turned into, it turns into what it's it into turned this. into. So it's you when you look back on it all, like Rich Nairn, Bronco, like everybody, all the people early on, the early days, like Don Maloney, Tip, everybody, the assistants that we had, uh, all feel everybody. It was but that's just what I like, want to say, Paul. Yeah, and people need to understand this. Like you, Paul Bissonnette, if you know Paul, is a, he, there is a bit of a character here. There's no question about it. I mean, but this is his personality. He's funny. He likes people. He'll talk to you. That's all true. But to get where Paul Bissonnette is today, that's really, really, really hard. That's a lot of work. There's a mm-hmm. lot of blood, sweat, and tears that goes into this. From the first day he said, welcome to the booth, Bob Heathouse, to where he is today, that is a very, 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 very long journey. And it was really hard. And I have to say, Paul, what an outstanding job you have done. Because this, I, I talk like this in front of this microphone very, very, you know, I don't know, a couple months. This is hard. And I look at you and I go, my gosh, what a great job you've done. You're unbelievable on TNT. Chicklets is worldwide. Unbelievable. And it, I, I have to humbly say it all started with Bob Heathouse in the radio studio. So first, everybody needs to know how hard this man works. It's not just a joke, turn on a mic, and, and I'm silly. This is hard, hard miles, hard hotel rooms. So I really appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule to do this with us, Biss. So thank you. Oh, no, there. buddy. Yeah, I, but I... It was just finding the right time, and like I just, I knew I could just come on, and and you know, you talk about the early days, and and you know, we've we've had a, a lot of experiences all together, and buddy, this is so in the summer. This, we have this is enjoyable. Studio? This is fun conversation. We we should do this a weekly. I know thing. at the studio, <laughs> we should come to the studio and have a beer sometime when the season's over. We'll sit around. We'll put. I a- think we should. I think we should do. Yeah, we should do at least one a year. Hundred percent. And I do. And I hundred percent want to come into the studio. I we like football. There, the, the, hockey. I will also say though, you guys uh for, for the Zoom thing, you guys have your rhythm down, like you guys had a great setup. So this is you guys are you guys are buzzing. Wow. Thank now, you. That too. Raises are due. Clip that. A, 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 a beer in studio and then maybe going out to eat downtown would be a fun Perfect. thing after. Not to give Absolutely. out your address or where I'm you can sure. sure. <laughs> I know you got some stalkers just probably at this busy. point. <laughs> You've got that TNT money you're buying, by the way. Oh, 100%. 100%. Well, I'll, I'll bring the per Do you make pack. talk by? I'd make talk. No, no, no. We, 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 go, we go back and forth. Wayne is ex- so generous. Uh, talk is extremely generous, but I try to make sure just because like all the help he, he's provided and, and the wisdom and stuff. Yeah, like I, I, I tend to try to jump on him. Like we Jonesy and then we went out for breakfast the other morning. Like I'll jump. On, I, I want to make sure I try to get ahead of that stuff. But he's like talk is he, he'll like give like he'll give like door guys and stuff in the in the in the driver like 50, 50s for tips and like they're already tipped and. You're like, holy. Yeah. He's the be- he is the best. And I will say this because I I got the opportunity to work work for him for several years. He is the best. But there are days when he is a very, very grumpy man and he, he lets you know it. <laughs> when th- when you're on a five, six game losing streak, things are a little tough in the coach's room around Rick Tockett. <laughs> I haven't seen that side. I, yeah, I can obviously sometimes I, I saw it on the bench where he was just like the frustration. Oh, yeah. and, you know, and you're coaching these you know young and experienced players, and and you know he was just he was just on a different level as a player, and also the guys he played with, and also he's had the opportunity to uh, you know to coach in in Pittsburgh. So the yeah, like it's you know it's hard. It's 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 I so but he is he's been a massive help to me. Um, you know he's been very positive, and and I said he 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 had he still has that fire in him. That's why I'm like, ah, don't get too excited that he's going to be around TNT too yeah. long because I just feel that 
he's got he's still got too much to give in the coaching department and i still think he's hungry for it and i think i, I think the right opportunity is going to find him and and i think he's going to get a nice deal and he's going to be like nah, 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 nah. <laughs> and, then, and then he'll be and then he'll be snapping at the next video coach which yeah, i'm assuming exactly. might even be you we'll, we'll see best. don't <laughs> take him from us yeah, yeah i kind of like this he would yeah. let you do both he would just yeah. be like he would be hounding like you at five game. in the morning <laughs> for, for, for video on something well biz i don't want to take up too much more of your time but i do want to ask you about the coyotes because this is a coyotes podcast and you are an unapologetic supporter of this team maybe the biggest so how do you handle all the negativity and the bad attitudes that are out there like there's such you know a, a negative storyline kind of surrounding this team and then nationally so how do you deal with that and what is it that makes you be such a supporter even today still well i mean we we touched on the aspect of what the organization's given me just not only as a uh from picking me up off waivers i don't think that i spent five years in the nhl especially with the social media situation and them being lenient in that regard um all the amazing people i got to 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 to, to meet along the way um then tr the transition the soft landing after after uh, uh an athlete's career we didn't really go off into that but like you see s some situations that other guys find themselves in and how how like they like with like nash or um walshy jody all of that side kind of been helping me out and helping me get to where i got to rich nair still with all the the staff being you know some of the familiar faces that were here before trying to keep the organization <laughs> even during my playing days together and moving and under all the unfortunate circumstances so it's just like i've seen a lot and been through a lot and 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 vice versa with the organization and i just like i always feel that like i'll be intertwined and because i'm forever grateful for it and i also I don't, I don't always see the negative in everything. I see, phew, like this is not an ideal situation of us going to ASU next year, but I'm like, Hey, it's probably a step in the right direction, especially if the arena deal works out. And it seems like the owner is, is, you know, is pretty committed. Like we never really had an owner with deep pockets that is this committed. And I look at the optimism of it all and yeah, like any organization is going to make mistakes along the way, but I, 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 I'm a firm believer. I'm a firm believer in the market. I'm a firm believer in the, like the people in the area. And I just hope that they, they don't forget who are the people along the way that help to kind of keep it where it is now and the ties that it has now about them when it all becomes eventually successful. That's my only concern. And it sucks to say, say goodbye also to like the arena staff people that won't maybe be making the move and the jobs yeah. that won't be created because of a smaller rank. And you don't know who's going to actually become impacted by it. It sucks. It's, it, it really sucks. It was, it was hard for a long time here for, for everybody. And I just want to, I want it to be successful and I want it to flourish again. And hopefully when that new arena comes, they, they don't forget all those faces and, and people that help them get it back to where it is. Well, before we let you go, we told you before that we wanted you to be here for an ad read, which listeners who've been here since the beginning know about these. So this is now Petey's job. He used to be the video coach, obviously, but this is his expertise now is writing ads for this particular brand. So I'm just going to hand it over to Petey and let him take this one away. This is what pays the bills now, Biz. We just we lost a sponsor earlier. And as of today, one of our favorites is back. Well, hockey season is almost over and it's time for America's pastime. Get out your bat and balls. It's baseball season. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with their male grooming needs and the partners who are glad they do. Get this exclusive offer, 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code COYOTES at manscaped.com. Before your partner gets into the on-deck circle and gets their hands on your bat, clean it up. Don't step into the batter's box with a messy bat like George Brett. Get that gunk off your junk with the Performance Package 4.0 featuring the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer. It's waterproof so you won't get rained out. Has a built-in light for those night games. The Performance Package also contains the Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop, crop Reviver Ball Toner, Boxers, and a Travel Bag. You can step up to the plate with confidence. You'll be sending your balls over the ivy, flipping your bat like Jose Bautista in no time. 
Make sure your playing field is groomed and you are smooth, clean, and fresh before your partner makes a headfirst slide into home plate. Don't strike out. Grab your bat wow. and swing for the fences with Manscaped. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code coyotes at manscaped.com. And now, for the first time ever in my Manscaped reads, <clears throat> time for a little song in honor of baseball. You ready, Biz? You're gonna sing. Here we go. You ready? This is for the. Oh this my! How you I was gonna applaud you, but keep going. Yes. Oh my goodness! This is Take amazing. The hair off my balls, day. Get the fuzz off my nuts. Shine up my peanuts and cracker jacks. I don't care if it ever grows back for its buzz, buzz, buzz on my privates. If they're not clean, it's a shame for its man. Scaped.com for a smooth balls game. Play balls. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code Coyotes at manscaped.com. Manscaped. No nicks, no cuts, no fuzzy nuts. Wow. Wow. I'm speechless. You took it to another level, Pete. You took it to another level. Got to pay the bills, buddy. How many times did you practice that? I've been singing that in the shower for a week. <laughs> and it sounded like it. Yeah, that was a performance, buddy. buddy. There you go. There we go, buddy. That was like Elton John. You just need a, a keyboard now. You, because you had like no that. idea this is what you were in for today at PHNX, did you? No, no. I knew it was going to be great. But you, you, but <laughs> you now you can be back. mess around. I knew it was going to be professional. The minute I heard that intro, I'm like, oh, man, this is dialed. <laughs> I was, you know, the graphics and all of it, the tune, I was down with the tune. I want to hear um, what was not played, though. <laughs> the, I, we'll, we'll send it to you after. It's no, I want to hear. I want everybody to hear it. <laughs> the intro? What happened to the Sean's intro? Sean? Right now. <laughs> who, who's behind the scenes? Like, who, Where who, is who Sean? Bobby, the actually Sean had a question in, for you uh, oh, yeah, we about need your Buffalo in. hatred as well. So, yeah. Go in, Sean. He's from yeah, Buffalo. Yeah, he's from Buffalo. <laughs> What's up, Biz? Yeah, so I'm from Buffalo, and I. I Where's the camera? He, he's I, not on. He because I can't. They, they're Wizard kind of, of Oz. <laughs> yeah, it's the, the voice of God here, um, and God's from Buffalo. Um, so <laughs> I've I obviously follow you on Twitter, um, and I've seen that you've had a little bit of a a beef with with my hometown and my <laughs> my childhood team. So I, I guess I have to know. I guess the two part question because I'm sure the second part has a good answer. A what do you have against Buffalo? And B, um, what are your opinions on Chippewa? Okay, so the the Buffalo thing spiraled a bit out of control. <laughs> um, I, I I I found the amount of booing towards Eichel a little bizarre. Um, and then especially after the way that they like wouldn't let him get surgery. So if anything, like he was trying to just keep it amicable. Uh, Craig Rivet said that he thought he he thought that he was going to get a standing ovation. I don't think that that was the case. I didn't think he was going to get booed as bad as he got booed. I I genuinely didn't think that. So I just thought like, oh okay, well this fuck this fan base who like hasn't been able to surround this superstar with like really anything. Uh, they kind of fumbled the O'Reilly trade, and he's probably looking around like, what is going on here? They haven't made playoffs for eleven years now, and. Maybe the you know his his attitude toward all that you know was was and then it kind of just spiraled out of control. So as far as like that, I started ragging back on the Buffalo fans, and then they are a very sensitive bunch. It came back, and then it just spiraled out of control to where I said I was going to take a dump on Chippewa Street. I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> we're, we're doing a special project with Labatt, and they're like they're like ready to pull out and we're, I'm like, no, I'm like, this is a, we're, we got a riff here going on and we got a ball hockey tournament going there. So we were, I was kind of playing the heel and, and buddy, these people are, are lunatics. They're <laughs> lunatics. I've been, I, I, my, my business manager got a couple of emails with people like telling me to eat shit and die. <laughs> wow. So it's been like, wow. okay, all right, all right. These people are just like, it's a whole different level. So I'm backing off on the Buffalo stuff. It was all just a joke to begin with a little bit because of the Eichel <laughs> thing. I wanted to stir it up. But, yeah, definitely over with the maybe a few little pokes just to kind of see if there's still a hornet's nest, but not to the level <laughs> of me threatening to take a shit on Chippewa Street. I'm actually going to probably hire security for when I go there for the Chicklets Cup, partly for humor for the video, but partly because 
I might do the uh, we're, I mean, I'm sure Wayne was staying under a different name when he was on the road with you guys under the hotel, right? Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, he used so Steve I might Peters, have to do that. No one's looking for me. <laughs> I might kidding. get shanked in Buffalo from this whole thing. So I just want to give everybody the full story. If you, I, I I know the city like the back of my hand. So if you need any advice, I got you. Yeah, you're probably gonna like lead me down this path, wrong Because <laughs> you're send you to the east side. I'll send you to the east side where Benny the Butcher's from, and I'm sure you'll be real safe there. Okay, so uh, Benny, do you guys know who Benny the Butcher is? No, no. we need a lesson here. No, he's a really really good. Uh, I is he independent or who's he with? Um, I think he started independent. I think he has a deal with Eminem's label. I think. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised because yeah, he's just he's just like one of these guys who's actually saying stuff, and he's good. He's talented. He's a he's more of an MC, and I think that the industry lacks a lot of them. But and and he's a Buffalo guy, so yeah, he's. Uh, I, I listen to his stuff. He's awesome. I love rap. I love rap music. I follow all the drama too, and that's like <laughs> one of my guilty pleasures. <laughs> so uh Petey has to go. I have to go do my other job. That I'm I get getting kicked off. That's that's how much. No, I you can talk. stay. I, I gotta go. go. <laughs> I literally have to turn around and go to but St. We'll, Louis. Yeah, so we'll let Petey go, but we'll wrap up. You don't have to leave yet, Biz. Um, the Biz, last game. Great to see you and thanks. Yeah, but I do really have to run. Thanks, guys. Thanks for everything, and we'll see bye, everybody Petey. uh tomorrow. Thanks, Thanks Petey. Amazing. Bye, see you, Petey. I'll, say, I'll say bye to these guys. Thanks. I'll yeah. Yeah, we'll we'll head out here. Uh the last game of the season, the last game at Healer Arena. It's April 29th and actually biz, we are having a party bus go to and from the game. The PHX take over. We're having a party bus round trip. So with a ticket, you get a ticket to the game, a ticket on the party bus. It's a round trip ticket. Josh Doan, meet and greet with Josh Doan. He'll be no on the way. bus. A shirt free food and drink giveaways. So uh, if you know anyone who wants to ri a ride to the last ever game, no more drives out to Glendale. We'll have our PHNX Coyotes party bus to the last ever game at Gila River. Morgz is going to do a little strip tease down the aisle. <laughs> oh, don't even. Don't he's got to get his shirt off. And get the, <laughs> are you going to be on the bus, Morgz? Uh, I, I, it's not determined at this point. They, I'm definitely not going to be uh, on the bus without clothes, though. <laughs> Nobody wants to see that, buddy. Okay. Nobody wants to see that. That's awesome. We might get Matty McConnell on to do his bus tunes, though. <laughs> I was going to say, if, if if you're sacrificing your seat, you should get somebody on there, maybe like kind of getting everybody going, maybe a little uh, local history on the way in on the highway, like pointing <laughs> to you know, the, the old Coliseum. Well, that was potentially one of the landing spots. <laughs> <laughs> for the guy, you know, whatever it may be. But so I'll be at the 22nd game this Friday, and then I will also be at the 29th. So the 22nd this Friday, um, I met Brock Lesnar at the Four Seasons in Atlanta, and we, you know, we exchanged numbers. I sent him like Pink Whitney and merchandise for his kids. His kids are hockey players, and he's in town. So I'm getting him. Uh, I'm getting him a, um, a, a box. So he'll be there. Oh, They're nice. trying to get him to bang the, the the drum. And then on the 29th, I got a group of people in because we do these like merchandise. Like if you're a loyal merchandise member for Chicklets, you get like a, you, they want a contest. So they're coming in. They're golfing. We put them up in the hotel. They get a box for the night. So it's kind of, I'll obviously go meet up with them and grab a few pops. So it's yeah, it, it'll be a few fun last games. And I'm, I hope I see you guys there. And if you're if your bus is arriving, like just maybe try to give me a heads up. Maybe I can come say hi. All right. Oh, you heard we'll it definitely here do first. That. Yeah. Hey, you think they should do a whiteout for that last game? I've been asking people about that. What do you think? What do you think of that idea? I mean, I don't. I I like the idea. Like, it's just like how quickly can they get the word out? Yeah. Like one blast from your your Twitter. Oh, <laughs> I ain't gonna do it. And then I'm gonna look like the idiot. Like, just like half the people are gonna be. Like, oh, nobody even turned. Up. There's gonna be one guy, and and like, <laughs> he's gonna get his face painted white. He's like, what the hell, man? <laughs> Biz, you ruined my life, man. I, I did this for you. I'm like, fuck. And then I'm going to feel bad. Uh, but hey, th how many people came? Does it tell you? What, on this live? Yeah. Like, There's 37 out. people watching right now, but this goes to audio after, so a lot of people will be listening as well. Yeah, it's about the well. downloads. Nobody gets to, do they get to watch it? Oh, yeah. It's, it's going to be YouTube. on YouTube and then it'll be a podcast too. So, yeah. Okay. All right. Send it over to me, buddy, and I'll, I'll blast it out. And thanks for having me on. Yeah. We appreciate it. Oh, we can't, so we can't much. thank you enough for joining us. 
no problem. Glad we could make it work. Is that it? Is that all? We're all done. That's we're all it. Done we're for all today. done. Thank you, everyone, so much for watching. Give us a follow on Twitter at PHNX underscore Coyotes and like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And we'll see everyone tomorrow night for our post game show. Have a great rest of your day, everyone. And Biz, thanks so much.